What about the Trinity in the Old Testament? The answer to that and other questions on Key Life. This is Key Life, dedicated to the message that the only people who get any better are those who know that if they don't get any better, God will still love them anyway. That teaching raises a lot of questions, so here's author and seminary professor Steve Brown, along with Pete Allenson from Forge Truth, with answers from the Bible that will make you free. Thank you, Matthew. Hey, Peter. How are you? I am good. I am good, believe it or not. You know why you're so good? Why? Because we've been sitting here for so long recording these programs, and we're almost finished. Yeah, that's right. And then we can get out of here and go get dinner. That's right. See, I got your number because you would have put a spiritual spin on it, and I knew that you're not that spiritual. Listen, well, that's true. That's true. And we're both as task-oriented as, yeah. as it gets. Oh, that's true. Isn't that true? Check it off. Check it off and get it done. Yeah. That's true. That's but I good. love these questions. I mean, we get good oh, ones, don't we? We love that. This is a, one of my favorite times is just sitting around talking about the, you know, Ruth Graham told me that one time. Mm. We were going to lunch. They would sometimes come to the church that I serve, Mr. and Ms. Graham. That'd be intimidating. Well, oh, it was. And I'd like to say we were really good buds, but we weren't. But I knew them. And so we went to lunch with Mr. and Ms. Graham one time, and somebody asked a question. And Mrs. Graham got out her big Bible. She said, I love these questions because I love to search the Scriptures and find answers. I love that. And we do, too. By the way, Pete, if you check out ForgeTruth.com, and if you're a guy and you're in central Florida, anywhere within driving distance, there are a number of different uh, Forge groups that meet, and you'll be glad if you're a part of it. Otherwise, go to ForgeTruth.com, and you'll be blown away. The podcast is wonderful. And um, Pete comes in, and we answer questions, and we as we said, we love doing that. You can ask a question by calling 1-800-KEY-LIFE anytime, following instructions, and record your question. Or you can send your question to Key Life Network, Post Office Box 5000, Maitland, Florida, 32794. Or in Canada, Key Life Canada, Post Office Box 28060. Waterloo, Ontario, N2L6J8. Or you can send your question, email to steve at keylife.org. And if you can help us financially, be as generous as you can, and we'll be as faithful with your gift as you are, uh, as you were in giving it. And we'll squeeze every dime for the glory of God. If you can't, we understand, say a prayer for this ministry. Pete, why don't you lead us in prayer, and we'll get to these questions. You got it. Let's pray. Our great Father, we do come into your presence today, and we call you Father because you teach us to call you that. Our great God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, uh, we, we honor you and we feel close to you because of your work for us, Lord Jesus. In your death, burial, and resurrection, you did everything that was necessary. Uh, to, to, to provide peace between man and God. And so we come into your presence today uh, just remembering that we are at peace with you because of the blood shed by Jesus Christ. 
And Lord, we ask that you would continue to work in us. You know our needs, and we have so many. You know the 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 relationships that bother us, the the people that we need to be restored with, and we can't fix it. And you know the jobs that we need. You know the attitudes that that we struggle with and need to be changed. Lord, you know us, and we pray that you would continue your good work in us. Create in us your fruit of the Spirit. Make us holy as you are holy. And, and we do now pray for our leaders uh, as, as the weekend approaches, as church approaches. Lord, be with our pastors and priests and teachers and leaders, worship directors, all those who will serve. Lord, we ask that your Spirit would be poured out in a powerful way, uh, that we could understand your gospel in a deep way, grow in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ and advance your kingdom. And now we commit this time of Q&A to you. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Pete, let's go to the phone lines. Presently, evangelicals think of the Trinity as the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. But that wasn't the Trinity in the Old Testament, right? Although it was foretold or prophesied in Isaiah 9-6, that's the Trinity, in correlation with Colossians 1.19 and 2.9. But the Trinity in the Old Testament was the Father, the Word, and the Holy Spirit, right? According to John 1.1. Am I off base? You can let me know. I've been off a lot of things. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> well, I love that. and I bet, Me too. I get that. Yeah. Yeah, the, well, the old, it depends on how you look at it. You know, the Trinity is referred to. Throughout the Old Testament, in some ways, even in creation, it was the plural. Uh, the Creator says, "Let us." Now there are people that would say that was the being the King, us. Uh, but I personally think it was not an accident that that was said, and that fellowship was going on in the Trinity. And you find uh, in the Psalmist some that are messianic psalms that are clearly. And God's Spirit is referred to, and certainly the Father, the God, the sovereign ruler is all over. Hmm. So it's there. Uh, it is, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, you're, you're right on. And when he said he, the Word uh, was the Old Testament thing, that John 1 passage is a great passage, but it's connected in an interesting way with the Old Testament. It's connected absolutely. to wisdom. It's personified in the Old Testament. The word, according to the rabbis, uh, was, uh, was in a sense the spoken word of God and therefore alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it held the world together. Mm-hmm. So it was, it's pretty heavy. Yeah. And once you get Trinity, and this gentleman seems to, in a, in a good way, once you get it, you find it everywhere. Yeah. Boy, that is really true, and I think, I, I think from his standpoint, we have to say, I think he got it. I think he, he yeah, got it. Yeah, he got it. But I think from from our standpoint, you got to look at the scriptures. The scriptures is not, are not really a a systematic theology. Good. And so when we start thinking about systematics, then you come up with terms that are outside the Bible to explain the phenomena of God's self revelation. And clearly taught, and 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 yeah, that's right. And so and so, Trinity is the Trinitate was uh, Augustine, the the one that first wrote a, wrote on that. 
in a powerful way. And so, and so, you know, the church had to wrestle with what does this mean as they tried to do systematic theology. But uh, the Bible, God doesn't have any problem just revealing Himself as He is, as Father, uh, as Spirit, as as Son, preexistent yeah. Son, uh, as well in different ways. So you just by the by the time the New Testament's complete, you you can't deny there are three persons oh, that are there. worshipped. It's everywhere. One God, three persons with three titles of deity. And we came up systematically with the word Trinity. That's right. Is, that's yeah, right. That's a good answer. Yeah. Well, there I, it is. I agree with that. And the good thing about that, I used to think that was a hard doctrine to explain, and it is, but you kind of avoid it when you're witnessing. But you know, it's one of the most important. It really is. Uh, I mean, it is a, a very, what we are invited to is a fellowship of love that was going on before we were ever born. Mm -hmm. uh, so that it's a relational God in a wonderful and profound way. That's right. And other religions, Islam in particular, simply you've just got God who's a creator, and it's not a relational thing. And it's different. It's very different. Oh, well put. Well put. It is crucial and um and and yet it makes sense in one in, in the macro sense when you when you read all the testaments. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense, but I, we just we have that intellectual finitude that in and it can't let us grasp how three can be one That's or true. one can be three. True. But there it is. But there it is. And it's taught. Yeah. Speaking of the religions, how do I know, this is an email, that my belief is right and all the other religions of the world are wrong? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, how do you know that the, the guy who's providing herbs to heal your cancer is right or your oncologist is right? Right, right. I mean, how do you know they both could be right, right? Could be. No, they can't. You well, know, I, do I that. mean— I mean, the herbs might help, and so might the chemo. <laughs> <laughs> or you, or if you, you don't want to fly in an airplane with a pilot who says it doesn't matter what you believe as oh. long as you believe something. So truth exists. It truth does. exists. Words matter. They reflect reality. So use the brain that God gave you mm -hmm. and begin to check it out. You know, I kind of came to at least serving Christ intellectually. Uh, it was a long time before I got it emotionally. People used to cry when I was teaching, and I didn't know what that was about. <laughs> I really didn't. But that was good that mm -hmm. I did because it allowed me to see what is true and what is not true. That's right. That's right. And then you, you nailed it. it it's true. Um, and, and that's why in the New Testament we see that, key line, John 8, 32, yeah. you shall know the truth, the truth will set you free. And I think that um, th that's what Pilate was struggling with, which is what I is truth. Yeah. And and that's what philosophers were always, well, what is true? What is real? What's the ultimate nature of reality? So uh, with check about, and, and I think you'll, you have to come to a point where you say, you know, I really think that Jesus, this is where we came, Yeah. Jesus is the ultimate truth teller. Exactly. And, and nobody does it better. And so I'm going to take his grid and, and funnel everything through his I'm grid. I'm going to run with that. Yeah, that's right.
You know, and we're not saying that there is no truth in other religions. That's right. There's truth everywhere. Yeah. There are some religions that have more truth than others and some that have less truth than mm-hmm. others. But the Christian faith, the biblical revelation, and Jesus himself is the measurement of that. That's right. And uh, that that is an intellectual statement as well as a spiritual it is. one. It is. What did Schaefer say? All truth is God's truth. That's true. So that's why others can have elements of it. But Christianity has all of it. Yeah. And that means we're right and you're wrong. Try to keep that in mind. <laughs> Guys, we got to go. Thanks for taking the time to be with us each Friday. We consider that a high and holy compliment. One other thing before we go, Key Life is a listener-supported production of Key Life Network.